This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the My All Man Said podcast show. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyAllManSaid.com, and your host. Joining me, Phil Shaw. Hello. And Mr. Chris Budd, welcome. Hello, sir. For uh, kind of a belated full stop on uh, last season and really the appraisal of the squad. So we're going to bring back a way of what we which we used to do for ex-players, and we, we did... Uh, I think do it at the end of the season uh, normally and that's uh, go through the squad list and tell you if they're underrated or overrated I mean you, you've got license here chaps if you want to be uh, creative I don't know if you've got any funny bones in you to come up with a reason why uh, they're either you could go against the grain on certain players if they're overrated and underrated. I think, unfortunately, with Emery coming in and, and waving his magic wand about, a lot of these players are going to be, uh, well, will they be underrated? Yeah, that's the thing. Usually you're sharpening the knives, but it's going to be a bit more. We're going to be a bit more like fluffers at the minute. Well, speak for yourself, Phil. <laughs> so speak for yourself. I don't even know what a fluffer is. Before we go on, a big shout out to NordVPN as this show's sponsors. If you are looking for a way to protect your privacy online and also give yourself access to watch sporting events, TV shows, films which aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location to a country that you can access that event from, then NordVPN offers you the fastest VPN in the world with no buffering, lagging while streaming. And also, there's many advantages from a VPN. NordVPN is a price of a cup of coffee a month, and you can use it on six devices as well, so you can spread it around uh, your family and friends. Personally, I use it on my home computer, my laptop, and also my mobile. You can grab the exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash moms to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus uh, a bonus gift of a free month. And it's completely risk-free because Nord has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Thank you very much. Right, let's start. We'll go by minutes played upwards. And there's only one place to start, and that's the 10-minute man, Morgan Sanson. What are you going for, Phil Shaw? Overrated. He was the man to transform 
Villa. He was the man to keep. He was, wasn't he? To keep Jack Grealish. He was the man to add bite to our midfield. He's had three managers try to get a tune out of him. And there's always, you'll always get fans, certain section of fans who always never give up hope. But are they deluded? Just hopeful. He's, he's a man with f- French League tattooed on his forehead, isn't he? <laughs> well, a man whose greatest achievement is scoring against Stevenage when we lost. Yeah, at least he was trying on that day. He was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great goal, wasn't it, to be fair? <laughs> so what are we going, underrated or overrated? Over. Over. Uh, overrated. Good goal, though. But uh, his career will be over unless he... Uh, if we could only sell him to Saudi Arabia, now there's an option. Just, oh, now there's a move. Because I always thought he was a £50 million pound player, David. I don't know about you. Yeah, well, yeah. He's going to grow his hair a bit and speak a bit of Portuguese. Right, uh, Cameron Archer, 44 minutes in a Villa shirt. Didn't start a game for us. I think he was a victim of Villa's League Cup exploits, really. I think we were we were hoping we'd have a longer League Cup run, but... Yeah, he was he was kind of in uh, limbo, wasn't he? Uh, obviously, we got knocked yeah. out of the League Cup early, and he, then he went to Middlesbrough. You know, he, he scored goals, but I'm going to go overrated. Yeah, because I think Emery wanted to see him at Wembley, and you could tell when that interview when he was mentioned. I think he was a bit disappointed because they wanted to know if he was the man for the big occasion. And when it came to the playoffs. I mean, you can't just put it all at his doorstep, obviously, because it's a team game. But wasn't quite the inspirate, wasn't head and shoulders above and uh, didn't rise and get them into that Wembley final. So I think Emery was a little bit disappointed because they really wanted to see him at Wembley uh, under the pressure to see what kind of man he is. Because that would have been a great, you know, you can't really uh, get a better test for a player at that age than to see him at Wembley when the stakes are as high as you possibly can get in English football, well, certainly financially yeah. anyway. Yeah, my my thing with him is, I suppose, is moving forward where we want to be. Is he going to be at the level we need him to be at? We don't know. Clearly, he's a good finisher, but you're looking for a more all-round option. And I think Emery sees it that, great, you can score goals, but if I'm going to sort of trust you to lead the line for my team next year, I'm going to need more from you. And he's probably yet to see him do that yet. What are we saying, Sure, This is getting controversial. I have to go overrated as well. I mean... From how he played in the pre-season tour, albeit under Gerrard and and down under in Australia, he he looked good there. He looked sharp. He looked everything else. But then the Gerrard factor, he just didn't play. I mean, he only had six sub appearances in those forty-four minutes, so he never really yeah. had a, a chance to do anything. Then that was him gone. I mean, victim of circumstance. But I'll have to say, overrated just based on how many people pinned their hopes on him. Yeah, and we're not, by the way, we're not writing him off by saying overrated. We're just basically saying where he could be now and the kind of kerfuffle behind him. Uh, so, uh, big preseason ahead, really, because that's mm. the first time he'll be really properly playing under Emery. And because obviously the World Cup got in the way last time and then he was off to uh, Middlesbrough. So, uh, I think Emery's interested in him, but. I mean, yeah. that's a good thing. We've got some decent games. I mean, in the US, we've got to play Premier League uh, level competition. And then once they get back, it's Lazio and Valencia. So. And a little bit will maybe depend on where you know where Duran's at and where they see him sitting in comparison. There to is him. an opportunity. They could offload uh, Archer because there still is that little... Well, wow, there's some value there. Still is that unknown quantity, which means they can get a probably a reasonable buck out of him, like the old Chip Mueca scenario. And it's the thing, of if, if he was a Middlesbrough player as a forward, would Villa go out and buy him? No, no. we wouldn't. Would okay, we? Saudi Arabia, 30 million. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, oh, what of uh, Monchi's old boys? 
Mr. Ludwig Augustusson. Oh, God. 80 minutes, <laughs> just only one start, two subs appearances. Now, you thought he, he would be potentially tidy, dependable. Six out of ten, sometimes on a good day, seven. Decent backup. But he, I didn't, something about him, he was like kind of mentally weak and then he was getting injured all the time. And it, he just kind of flaked out, didn't he? It just looked like a player who probably needed game time and a run, and he was never going to get yeah. it. Yeah. But so he, he had opportunities. Because gonna... Luca Dean was getting injured Steve. all the time. <laughs> he was getting injured all the time, but every time he got injured, so did Augustusson. Yeah, like it's just like a Swedish mad target, wasn't he? Oh, now there's a put-down, Phil. It's one of those players where you're kind of willing, you want to see him play, and you're willing him on. Then he gets injured when he has a real opportunity because the first choice left backs out and you just think well he, he, there comes to a point where you draw the line and uh, I mean it, they got they terminated his loan ahead of schedule mm-hmm. to get Moreno in so overrated yeah, big v- time v- very easily overrated yeah, yeah. over uh, Mr. Jan Bednarak now I thought that was a solid loan to cover Carlos because we were scratching around weren't we and it was this was a deadline we day were. move and he thought well he's a unit and I always remember he scored against us where he just kind of he can play he's tidy enough on the ball yeah, but I think he just didn't get any momentum going, did he? Because he literally was literally was the backup man. Yeah, yeah. I, the game he started was that Gerard's last game against Fulham. So, yeah. <laughs> so he did a bit of a Glenn Whelan, really, didn't he? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but uh, not really. I mean, he had ninety-six minutes in a Villa shirt, and that was one start, two subs appearances. But get on with this, overrated. Over. Over. The fact that he got ended up getting relegated as well probably doesn't help his cause. Yeah, and he's a lone player, so don't worry, Saudis. Uh, we won't be uh, pushing you into a deal there. Jon Rajaran, our Colombian for the future, really. 127 minutes, no starts yet, which really kind of tells you the story. Uh, I mean, he's still teenager, 12 sub appearances. I think just feeding him into uh, really the experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I I like him. I mean, he even if he's only on the pitch a minute or two minutes, there, you know, he, he usually something happens. Touch. Yeah, yes, something happens. Something happens. Yeah, he has to he has to be the centre. He of does. He has to do he? something in the game, whether it's a crack shot or you know hacking down a Newcastle elbow in somebody's fine. face. Yeah, no, no, more likely to be the latter. But <laughs> no, so I I'm happy to go underrated. Yeah, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and go under at the moment because I think he could be quite fun to watch in, in short, sharp bursts. I, I think uh, the fact of his age and he's actually getting the minutes, then in terms of the progression line, I think it's uh, as good as it gets for him. So, yeah, an underrated at yeah. this moment. Uh, Diego Carlos, Costa's a bomb, best part of 30 million, 205 minutes, two starts, one substitute appearance. Just rotten Villa luck, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, just a real circumstance. You know, a player who'd had an amazing injury record throughout his career and done really well. <laughs> was boasting about that, weren't they, when they signed him? Like, was it about eight, eight, <laughs> eighty minutes into his home debut, and he's crocked and out for the whole season? And then, of course, when he when he did get into the squad again, the two guys who were in there were just so established and played yeah. so well that he was never going to get a look in. And as soon as the sort of the the chances of European football came over the horizon, we weren't going to just play him for the sake of playing him. Which yeah. I think if we hadn't have had Europe on the horizon, he would have got the game time, but you weren't going to make changes for the sake of changes, were you? Yeah, 100%, because of what was at stake. Uh, Emery kept with what was golden, but 
you know, if any yeah. manager's going to get Carlos on it in, if he was ready, they would have got him in, I think, just because he you yeah. know, obviously knows him. A big year ahead of him for him. But yeah, massive pre-season as well, because yeah. he's going to have yeah. to break up that partnership if he wants to play. And but the partnership wasn't doing much wrong, was it? No. And I still think they can get better. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, I've got to go overrated because A, how much he cost, and uh, he did get burnt uh, against Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, Even though it's his Everton. first game. Yeah, and against Everton. And Everton's goal. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, just just purely for the outlay. Yeah, purely for the outlay of cash for what we've had so far. But I'm sure and he the will only, be a good and the evidence in a Villa shirt so far is uh, minuscule. Yeah. But that's all we've got to go on. So at the moment, reluctantly over. <laughs> yeah, at the moment he's going to pull his finger out because, yeah. or else he's going to be an expensive uh, misfit. Yeah, mm-hmm. over at the minute. Right, moving on to 227 minutes. Only one start, but then he came back to us. Seven substitute appearances. Bertrand Traore managed to score two goals this season. Two vital goals. Two vital I'm goals. I'm going to say, see, I'm going to go. I'm going to go under simply because of although it's a small body of work, it was a small, high impact body of work, and he's got you pretty much six points that were well, big at the time, weren't they? This is a guy that normally, when you leave for Turkey on loan, you don't come back. <laughs> this is a guy that other than to show your new smile and haircut. or your hair line but this is a guy that broke that trend came back and it was a i thought it was a, a when you needed bodies but you, you're saying that position where it's january and you could be pumping out 25 30 grand on a winger and the winger situation is show me a consistent winger they're very few and far between and would you what rather pay like 20 million for somebody who let's say, gives you the output of uh, a Leon Bailey, or would you go, well, Truro's actually, uh, it's hard to describe Truro because he does things that you've never seen before. He scores goals which are like wunderbar. And if he can come back on loan and score a couple of goals, if that was the basis for him coming back and, a, and that would be a tick to a good decision, then I think it's it's been a good decision, really. And you, without him, we, I don't think we'd be in Europe. No, you're looking for tangible impact, aren't you, from your fringe players? And there's guys who've been in the fringes but probably had more minutes but impacted games less yeah. and certainly had a, a less, lesser impact on the season. Yeah. You know, if, if, if when called upon you do the job, then you, you can't ask for much more than that. Mm. So I'm going underrated. He, he does things that even Messi would be proud mm. of. <laughs> yeah, underrated. Yeah. I mean, all he had was one horrifically bad half against Wolves, which was a, a bad game to have that bad half. And that's I think that's what's tainted yeah, people's sort of memory of his second go. Yeah. Right, we're going up to 280 minutes. Monchi man number two, Robin Olsen. Started two games. Let's just not dwell this on is, this one. By the way, these are league games and uh, two subs appearances. The thing with the situation with Martinez is I think you do need... I mean, he, although Martinez made 36, he played most games, you just get a feeling that he's going to miss one or two for for one reason or, or another. So you time wasting suspension you, you mean. do need a decent second goalkeeper and in that respect Robin Olsen is not that man overrated no. Swedish international overrated yeah and for you know for Europe moving forward you need two good goalkeepers you need to be able to rotate yeah. in the cups you need to yeah basically rock up with your with your other goalkeeper and not shit your pants yeah. as a fan yeah somebody that's got and it needs to be your number three really yeah and training's gonna actually make Martinez better instead of maybe worse yeah right uh, next one 345 minutes, Mr. Kellum Chambers. Only started two games, 12 substitute appearances. Came on quite a lot with uh, Emery. Yeah. Sometimes slipping into a like a back three, well, in terms of centre-backs. 
sometimes in that DM role. Are you happy with him as the fourth choice centre back? I'm happy with him as the sort of utility defensive player. Problem is, I think I'm happy with him if let's say the defensive part of the squad is reasonably fit yep. and you know you're not relying too much. If, for example, we get to January and we're still in the European setup and we're in maybe a cup and then suddenly two of our three centre-backs in front of him get injured for a, a, you know, a couple of months. Are you happy with him then? I mean, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because I think, again, he's, he's a player who might get better with a run of games, but you don't want to necessarily take the risk, do you? You want four high-quality centre-backs yeah. and him to be sort of your, your bits and pieces player, especially when you've got you know nine subs. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad... Yeah, I, I think he's good on the bench, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I do. To I have him good. on the he's bench really good is good, but... I don't think he's a starter, is no, he? No, and he, no. He's not a bad player by any means. I mean, the the games that he started that people criticise, I mean, he started against Holland that the Eddie had. I mean, that's going to be cause most players a problem. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go, what are you going for? I'm going to go I'm underrated. underrated. I'm going to go under because I don't think my expectations are massively high. Yeah. Then we go up uh, a bit of a jump in terms of minutes, 690. Mr. Leander Dendonka, seven starts, 13 bench. He is, uh, like Chambers, a bit of an archetypal archetypal squad player. Actually, if you take away that, the FA Cup game... He's been pretty sound. He's been and solid in league games. I mean, Newcastle is the this sort of you know his, his sort of magnum opus, isn't it, of his time at Villa so far? But he played against Brentford. When that was when he first solid. kind of started. Yep. And then we slaughtered them. And then he played at Newcastle. And you think, Jesus Christ, Dan Dunker's the hmm. missing link. He does a very defined role very well. As long as we're not expecting him to be sort of spraying the ball around and bombing on and arriving from deep from midfield, he's not that player. But he does what he does really well and just like Chambers you go yep especially with the European campaign coming up have him in the squad he's going to get minutes he's probably going to play more next season I would think so underrated for me yeah I mean it's just that Stevenage uh, incident I think that was just one of those days for a lot of players though and relatively early in Emery's tenure of course as well I mean if you're in that first 11 that whacked Newcastle and he controlled the game that day yeah so uh, I'm going to go underrated in the the respect that I don't think he gets the credit well it's not that he's done enough you know he's not done a lot showy stuff to uh, get the credit probably needs a goal just to uh, Mm -hmm. raise a few eyebrows but uh, you know past completion 88.2 and there's nobody that is the highest apart from Konza but Konza's not solid yeah, it's the second highest, uh, second to uh, Konza in terms of uh, attempted pass completion. Yeah, he's a- so underrated. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. 
Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, uh, Philippe Coutinho, 783 minutes. I don't remember him playing hmm. that much. It was earlier, earlier in the season, wasn't it? This one's going to be quite Started easy, seven, isn't it? Started seven games, came on as seventh in 13 of them. Scored one goal. A great goal, by the way. A bit, yep. a bit like Grealish in terms of his goals and assists. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? It's, if you know, it's capital O, isn't it? Overrated. Yeah, it's it's everything you don't want in a high profile, very highly paid player that you want to try and put your hat on, and you you haven't been able to. The, the problem with it is, I don't think any of it is down to him because any time that he did play, even in the darkest days of Jared, he did he surprise. Well. He did surprise me with like tackling and tactical fouling and things like that and closing down he may not have had the fitness to keep it up for the whole game but any minutes he was on I mean that that Arsenal game he was he was very good that game I just think his body his his body won't let him do what he wants to do and tactically I don't think the team's necessarily going to be set up to get the best out of him it's 31 now uh Emery's obviously uh knows what he's doing do you think Emery's looking at if we can get his fitness up maybe we can get one season out of him maybe two at a push maybe yeah or are they on the phone to the Saudis I think if the options there if the if the right offer came in they'd snap their hand off for him because he'd be a marquee player over there would you take 20 million from the Saudis <sighs> all day long yeah money back yep. I think you have to it's not necessarily the, the fee isn't it it's just getting him off your wage bill it opens up possibilities to make give that the call Gerard make yeah. the call <laughs> right uh well, you don't really have to rate this guy. I mean, he's got fucking silverware. Uh, I don't know how that happened. 819 minutes. Uh, Danny Ings started eight games, scored six goals, 10 substitute appearances. I mean, just his stats, if you start eight games and get six goals, I mean, obviously, you've come on as a sub 10 times. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, nope. really, did nope. he? He just did what it was asked mm-hmm. for him. I'd have no complaints and if he was still at the club. Yeah, neither would I. And you'd be thinking, oh, it'd be useful going into Europe. Yeah. Again, he would be playing games. Yeah. But I, 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 I totally see why they kind of let him go. If anything, actually, my my underrated is because, fair play to him, he actually helped us get a load of his fee back. So at least yeah. he hasn't lost any, any of that kind of value or been a sort of a financial burden, particularly. So in the in terms of the whole sphere of the Danny Ings Villa universe, then uh, you would go underrated because we got pretty much got our money back. He did enough to keep us game, I think, uh, in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but ultimately, over his Villa career, you would say overrated yes. because he did yeah. not live up to mm. uh, the price tag well, the when he came. In general, haven't fulfilled mm, yeah. it. He, he's, yeah. a, he's a much better footballer than I thought he was before he came to Villa. I thought he was just, yeah. uh, just a finisher, but... To be honest, some of the things that he had to do playing under Jared for Villa, he was all over the place and he was assisting more and chasing things down. 
and he's intelligent as far as his, like his passing goes. I didn't see that in him any other time in his career. Yeah, overall, uh, his overall time at Villa definitely overrated. Uh, but this this season and the way that kind of deal worked out, you'd probably get underrated yep. because uh, it could have gone any which way with him, really. Alex Moreno, 1,000, first member of the 1,000 Club, 1,336 minutes. 14 starts, five substitute appearances. Kind of a weird uh, setup at one point uh, with him and uh, Luca Dean, where they were kind of swapping around. But then Alex Moreno kind of took over, but and Luca Dean would occasionally come on to replace him. But at the start, you thought, Meh. and then it would. Then it once he found his feet after a few games, it was like, yes, this guy is. This is decent. I'd, I'd say criminally underrated by the rest of the league. Um, you know, you yeah. saw how he absolutely murdered Trippier against Newcastle. You've seen him. He's of all the players who've arrived at Villa, probably in the last, I would say, two seasons. He's probably the signing that's actually transformed the way as a team we play the most. There's probably guys yeah. who maybe got better stats, etc., and you can back that up. But Moreno, in terms of the dynamic that he's given us down the left and the way he can get to the byline and pull it back and the way that you just think when he crosses the halfway line, every time he gets in the opposition third, something's going to happen. And the way that he's got this extra sort of um, level out of people like Ramsey and Watkins and these guys playing off him, I think he schemes well with Buendia. And I think next season yeah. is going to be great to watch with him if he can continue his improvement. I think I said a little while back that my prediction was by the end of the calendar year he'll be capped by Spain and I'm going to stand by that because I think he's a potentially a class act for us ages against him in terms of that Spanish cap I would say I mean potentially in the in the Jordi squad Alba's on his way out when he said yeah but they lo- they like to go young though don't they nowadays yeah. uh, this, the Spanish team well they've kind of gone in a phase now where they mm-hmm. were younger I mean they, they won the, the Nations League uh, Phil yeah it's underrated it's just a shame that he's not a right back because I actually think Dean on one side and Moreno on the other would be a good sort of sort of balance and good fit I think we'll go out and get a Moreno yeah. though at right back I think we'll go and mm. get another player like that that's my big bit of transfer business that I'd like to see us do my only concern my only concern with him was after his coming out party against Newcastle as Americans like to call it he um he did get shut out of the rest of the season. He didn't have the same impact in any game after that Newcastle one. It was, I mean, it was such, you know, it was a sit up and take notice of him game that was. I, th- I think you could apply that to a few players. I don't necessarily think that was just him, but I, I get you. I get the problem the point. is though, uh, he is obviously injured at the moment, yeah. so there is a bit of a rehabilitation race against time if he's going to be ready and play a big part in pre-season. Yep. This is, I think, that injury. I mean, Luca Dean, you would be thinking, well, there's somebody we could uh, make some money on here. But when you got the amount of games, why not have two very good left backs? And obviously with the uncertainty over Moreno when he's actually going to be fully back... I don't know. Would you be surprised if Luca Dean went, or do you I'd think Luca Dean backs himself? Oh, you got to back yourself. And the way he played in the last two games of the season, he was very yeah. good. And he is the next man. Just for final word, I think Moreno also fits in. I mean, he fits in with the cartel, the South American guys, yep. and I think he's a positive. That's probably helped him settle well, as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's no complaints or problems there. So Luca Dean, uh, one thousand five hundred and one minutes, eighteen starts, ten substitute appearances I think you would have had a shock when uh, the only signing uh, Emery made was to get uh, a left back in mm. yeah but um, he's, he's just more he's a more traditional left back that's all you say about Dean he's, 
he hasn't really done very much wrong this season. Yeah, I think if if if, if many of the players in the squad could have the title of not necessarily being under or over, it would probably be him. But it's, if anything, it's just his price tag would probably drag him down yeah. slightly. I, think he's, that, he's, I, I, don't, I don't actually have a problem with him at all. And he suffers a bit from being a, a, a Gerard guy, if you know what I mean. He was yeah. sought, sought yeah. out by Gerard and signed by him. So I think yeah. certain online yeah. sections just to have him tarred with that brush that he's so mm. useless. I'm going to say overrated just because of the fact that we had to go out and buy another left back or we or Emery I went think out. just because of his injury one. record for what we paid for him is, is my sticking point. I'm going to stay under. I think he's done fine. I'm going to go under, but by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> These two guys are too nice. The skin of his teeth. Right, next one. <laughs> 1,779 minutes. Uh, Bubika Kamara hit by an injury again, like uh, Diego Carlos. I think he came back a bit earlier than we expected. Yeah, Kamara ahead of schedule, thankfully. Literally decided, I'm injured. Gerard got sacked. Emery's first game. Oh, I'm not injured anymore. Hi, how you doing? I'm brilliant. <laughs> my, my name's Kamara. I think he came on as a sub for that Manchester United game. And then away he went. Fabulous player, isn't he? Great to watch. If he can stay fit next year, he'll be a big player for us again. I mean, he's still got things to learn. He's been caught out a couple of times, but it's it's his style, isn't it? He's got a very nice kind of casual yeah. cruise control style yeah. where he's almost playing at a different speed to other players. But sometimes, I mean, Leicester did a job on us where they just pounced on him. They did. They let us they play did. out. They let Mings and Martinez play out. But as soon as it went to uh, Luisa Camara, they, they jumped him and they did catch him on the occasion. But no, I, I really like the way he plays. I think he's, he's the way him and Louise have become a bit of a partnership as well has probably transformed us as a as an entity moving forward. So it's so it's under for me. And it was a testament to those two that apart from padding the squad nicely, uh, the Tillemans wasn't like uh, you know if Villa were in a bidding war for his wages, then I didn't know how far Villa would go just because the emergence of Kamara and Louise uh, this season would have meant that even though, you know, he can play in other positions, obviously, but I didn't know how urgent uh, to snag him, you know, was. But I think we may have been the best team to uh, come in for Tillemans and to offer the best package anyway. But yeah, Kamara, underrated. I think by the rest of the football world, shall we yeah. say, or the, or the uh, you know, the Premier League pundits, they, they've had a couple of gushes over him, but uh, I think the best is certainly to come. Yeah, agreed. Next one, 1,821 minutes. Uh, Matty Cash, who he made 20 starts, but he, you, had a, you got a feeling, actually, that he only played half the season. I mean, yeah. it, it's backed up in the stats, yeah. but that's how, you, that's how it actually genuinely felt because Ashley Young, when he came on that Manchester City game, as soon as he... You know, he bounced uh, De Bruyne and suddenly he was, it just gave us some streetwise know-how and we looked a lot better and that was one of the big things we were lacking and Cash suddenly was was not the first choice right I still don't think he is. Even though he played in a couple of the last few games, I I think that the jury's going to be out on that one of all the positions. I like him. I think he's a you know good guy to have in the squad. You, you sort of thought after last year when we you know he was obviously player of the season, wasn't he? And you thought, wow, you know, sort of best of a bad bunch in a, in a pretty average side. But you thought if he can yeah. get his crossing right, then we've potentially got a really good player. Well, I'd say actually has he has he levelled up? Has he moved on? For me, no. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's got necessarily worse, but you were hoping you, you you knew he'd need to improve under Emery, and I don't think he has yet. That's not to say Phil, he won't. Phil, we. 
we can't allow him to squander as much as he no. has been doing, there, can we? If, he, if he's going to carry on. There's two parts of his game. It's his crossing, which is just wild and uncontrollable. And there's also his defensive positioning, because if you're playing the chicken wire or the, the garrote that Emery likes to play along the back, Cash just seems to be a footstep. The offside garrote, yeah, to give you context. He just seems to be a footstep too far back or a footstep too far forward the rest of them are drilled in line and just don't think that's part of cash's makeup he needs to make it i mean you know he makes up for it in enthusiasm and sort of like energy at right back but he does need to sort of like look along the line because even in the last game against brighton it was cash that was playing the player on yeah you'd fear sort of in europe pretty clued up european managers would would clearly you know they target him as premier league sides uh, have done I, in his defence, I would say uh, he's 25 and he's had probably, uh, in terms of uh, big-time experience, even though he was injured for half of this season, uh, the World Cup experience, playing against some of the calibre yeah, of players he did It'd there. Give you confidence, it? Then the reality check of coming back from the World Cup and then finding out, actually, your life isn't complete. No. You actually have a lot of work to do. And by the way, you're number two now. When Young took over... And I think that that reality check after that high of the World Cup and high was it? It wasn't as if Poland were kicking ass. He just got to play against some decent players and get their shirts, yeah. basically. But still, it's a big confidence booster in terms of where you are in the world. You know, in the pecking order, you're playing in the World Cup yep. and international, and you should be uh, locking down that right back position. But he's got a lot of improvement to uh, get through. But he's 25, so mm-hmm. as long as he uh, took that on board then there is a role for him because as as we've said in the podcast one of Emery's tricks especially in Europe in in knockout games is to double up on on his full backs by putting an extra one in ahead and Cash is ultimately a converted winger so for him if there was a, another right back then Cash coming on that's a role that would suit him very well if he's yeah, playing just yeah. in front of the right back because he has that defensive qualities, but also he's a former winger. So, you know, you're not necessarily losing too much going forward. He just needs to improve his, uh, his final then. ball. Yeah, he'll be fine. It's just he's going to have to compete next year, but I like him. I'm going overrated yeah, at the moment. Unfortunately, for, on last season, yeah, you know. Yeah, have to agree. Right, here's one for you. 1984. Oh. Great Orwellian conspiracy from the garden shed. 26 starts, seven substitute appearances. Mr. Leon Bailey, where do you start? <sighs> where do you start? Talk about polarising. I mean, he had some great individual moments, though, didn't he? All season, for all the frustration you get watching him 90 minutes, nine times out of ten, especially at Villa Park, you always think, well, he's going to make something happen. He'll either get an assist or he'll be involved in a goal or he'll score. And Well, this is the thing, like Truro can make things happen. But what Bailey gives you is he's very useful when you're playing the top boys, like Manchester United. I forgot who's still considered top nowadays. Mm. Manchester City, Liverpool, Etel. Nobody likes pace, playing against pace. And, And Bailey genuinely has that, and he likes to dribble. Sometimes he's frustrating, sometimes he takes too many touches, but... I kind of like it when he lines up against a higher calibre of team because as we've seen, I mean, against United especially, he can have a big impact on games. And he has a knack of popping up with a goal when you need one. Yeah, so, I mean, he scored four league goals, four assists. 
So he, he's useful. He, I mean, he frustrates people. I think that's more like price tag. Yeah, probably similar to someone like Matty Cash, you know, and the right-hand side's not our strong point. But I think if you could get a little bit more out of him consistently, you'd have no problems with him because wingers always blow hot and cold anyway. But also with him, you, if you're building a, a, a stronger squad and he's sitting on your bench and he comes on, then you know that something might happen yeah, because yes. he has yeah. that kind of impact. It's not as if, going back a few seasons, we had people just sitting on the bench just to make up the numbers. And if we were chasing a game or needed something, they would come on and it's just like, oh, it's not going to affect anything here. But at least with Bailey, he's a different kind of player and he gives you a, an option, a different kind of option. But I'm going to go because of the... Uh, he was one of the aggregate boys and so far he has ultimately been overrated but I think he has a part to play I think so I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that you know you just look if we can get a bit more out of him he'll, he'll be fine he has he has to be overrated as well because like, talk about peaks and troughs when he's mm. bad he is like playing with 10 men yeah <laughs> but when he's good he's the difference so how do you uh, how do you compensate for that yeah I'm not I'm not sending him to Saudi Arabia just yet <laughs> that's next season <laughs> At the end of next season. Uh, Ashley Young, I mean, if there ever was a definition of underrated uh, going into this season <sighs> and how he pulled it out. 23, uh, two, 2,039 minutes. I mean, he was the ninth, played the ninth most minutes for Villa. 23 starts, six substitute appearances. But I think people thought, yeah, he was, you know, he was worth it the season before. You know, when they put out the release list, which just basically tells you uh, the players that are, their contracts are up at 30th of June. People were saying, ah, oh, goodbye, goodbye. But I was thinking, hang on a minute. There was a good indication that he would stay on because Gerard was a big fan. I'm talking about uh, last summer. And he did. But then you're thinking, well, he's just there as a useful guy to come off the bench. But when Cash got injured and he took over, I mean, fair play to him because 37 years old and he was as fit as anybody on that pitch. But also he was finally somebody who would uh, stick up for his teammates and stick up for the team in terms of the opposition and most importantly the officials as well finally we were getting in the officials faces I mean normally we're quite as a mouse he gave our team a bit of sort of personality and um, know-how shit-house whatever you want to call it and you ne- we needed that we needed that moving forward he was probably the only player under Jared that was sort of overperforming because and yeah. um, that goal, as, as goal he got against Nottingham Forest, there's there's another crucial point when you look back at it over the season. And some of his and, you know, defensive performances, and I think how he probably gets the best out of some of the younger players. You know, you can imagine he's very good around the training ground, really good personality to have about the place. So it's, it's underrated for me, criminally. Yeah. yeah, very underrated. And that concludes part one of Underrated or Overrated. Part two, coming very, very, very soon. Days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.